Hi listeners, hope you are all doing well and great. Welcome to the Amplifier Gender Voices Broadcast. You are listening for now for all gender-related issues. And I am your host, Awati Rose, and today we shall be discussing about rape and how it has affected the staying life and the mental health of victims. We are joined by a victim whom I will give her identity confidential to discuss with us about her story. Local media in 2020 reported an aid old girl was raped by three young men in her home in capital Juba. In recent weeks, at least four women have also reportedly been gang raped in different parts of the country with fears that the numbers are rapidly increasing. This is just one among thousands of cases of gang rape reported across the country since the outbreak of violence in 2013. Rape is an lawful sexual activity, most often involving sexual intercourse against the will of the victim through force or with an individual who is incapable of giving legal consent because of minor status, mental illness, and the mental deficiency. Welcome to the show. How are you feeling today? Please share with us your story. It was all about the rape right letters in 2013. It was in June 2013, but the exact date I don't know. I was alone at home, and that moment I was schooling in the evening section. So a relative to my stepfather came at home, and I was busy working because time is almost for me to go to school. Then he entered inside the room, and he calls me to take for him water. Now the moment I take water, he took the water and took a blanket. Then he started pulling the blanket on me. He pulled the blanket into my mouth and we were fighting. So as the man was bigger than me, I was 14 years and he was like 26 or 25, something like that. Then his force was too much. He raped me and he told me not to tell anybody. When he heard that, he will kill me. Then the man ran away. He left me there. Then I was crying. My mom came from there. She found me at home. She asked me, why don't you go to school? I tell her nothing. Why are you crying? I tell her nothing. Then it took like two days bleeding was seriously in the morning and my mom also that moment she went to job i was bleeding seriously then my mom came at around 12 p.m she came and found that i was bleeding she asked me what is happening i tell her not just bleeding then i was taken to a hospital in the hospital i tell the people about what really happened did not tell your mother about the, that somebody raped you no i never have but when i reached the hospital then i relate all the things out now doctor was able to find out and my mom was able to know what really happened the man runs the place that i don't i don't remember the place but the man ran there he was a carpenter he tell his his relative that he's going for a work now when i release the truth then he was able to be captured and brought to Juba. He was taken to the prison. We go for a court, something of three days. Then the judge was like, the man should stay in the prison for three years. Then he will be released. It was really hard. Has been a youth. Very hard. But what will you do? Nothing. As it is part of the life. So in that time he has ended there in the prison? Or did he? he was taken to prison. But even he never took the three years. 
I come and heard that this person is now in Wonduruba. Now they release the man and I don't know if really judgment it's like what I don't know. Because he never took the three years, even one year and a half he never. Maybe he took something like six months, then he was released. Now after that, did you continue with your studies? Yes, I continue with my studies up to level up to the senior level then the moment i was like finishing as far i also got married because the last years back i was thinking i am now a raped girl is there anyone who will come and marry me and how is that man going to feel am i really a human being but later on i come and found that it's part of life it's painful it's really. painful yeah but there's nothing that one can do we just take every everything to God's hand. That moment, it was hard. And from that moment, really, I started paying my school fees alone because my parents, even my mother, the, her sisters were telling her that you, you stop paying your girl because she's already raped. And any girl who is raped is not longer going to continue the study. She will end up be looking after me. That they stay father? My mom, yeah, even was told to do so. And by that moment, my mom also lose hope. But I can work. I used to work in the two places. I work in the Jewish for me just to capture my school fees. If I get my school fees, I get my basic needs. I will register. Then I'll continue my studies. Sometimes uh, if I didn't finish the school fees, I used to tell our head teacher that I have no money. Then the moment I reached to primary 8, my mom was now happy that I can manage the school. So in that time you were staying with her? I'm staying with, no. I'm staying with my uncle. Then when I reached to primary 8, I started, uh, then again I went back to my mom. Because that time my uncle told me that he will not longer be responsible for me. I continue after senior three. I got married after giving birth. I also get back to school now. I completed my S4. I'm waiting for my results and I'm wishing to go to university after all this. Grief is widely used as a weapon of putting pain, depression, and the accomplishment of mission decided by the doer as long as it is used as a war weapon in destruction of human mentality. Thanks so much for being such a great listener to the program. I hope we meet again next time as well. We discuss other reporting pathways in case you are raped on amplifier gender voices. This podcast was made possible through the support of Internews with fundings from the United States Agency for International Development, USA.